let's get some scriptures this morning. Amen. All right. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts as in your ignorance, but as he who has called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. For this reason, okay, can I just stop there? I want to read that verse from the uh, New Living Translation. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into the old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do just as God who chose you is holy. All right. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Is that it? Oh, he had, oh, thank you. <laughs> he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. I will no longer, this is Jesus, now talk with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. Nor give place to the devil. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Today, I'm going to talk about to you about above the snake line. Above the snake line. It's about abundant living. It's about walking upon the high places. Habakkuk says in 319 that the Lord is the strength of my life and he will make me walk on high places. Psalms 18 says he setteth me upon high places, custom built for us or for me to manifest his life. I like that. Custom build. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, the enemy is coming, but he has nothing in me. There is nothing in me that he can get a hold of or grasp. Think about it. If you had a something large 
and you needed to move it, but there was no handles on it. There was nothing, no way that you could get your hands on it. You'd have a difficult time moving it. There was nothing in the life of Jesus. His affections were pure. His motives were pure. By which the enemy could go ahead and get a hold of him. He has no hold on me. Neither give place to the devil. The snake line, what is it? In nature, there is an invisible yet definite line above which you never find a snake. The early settlers in America referred to this as the snake line. When they were going to purchase property, they would ask the seller, is the property above the snake line? Yet they knew that above the snake line that the work of producing was more difficult. It wasn't as fertile as the land in the valley, but they also knew that the land in the valley was infested with rattlesnakes, various types of snakes that were poisonous, even deadly, if bitten by them. And so they would choose to build their house, to raise their family, you know, on higher ground, above the snake line. They didn't want their families to experience or get bitten by those poisonous snakes. That snake line, or below the snake line, is a, is a place where that is spiritual depletion. It drains you. Fatigue. Spiritual poverty. And sometimes even collapse. The scripture says it's where the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is all below the snake line. But above the snake line, there is spiritual replenishment. There's strength. There is endurance and security and abundance. It's a place where the mind is governed by the spirit and it has a life that is peace and righteousness and joy. The lowland. We were all born into the lowland of sin. Romans 5 and 12 says this, 
Through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin spread to every man because all have sinned. Ephesians chapter 2, 1 and 3. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, then, were by nature children of wrath, just as others. That's the old life below the snake line. The Bible teaches that every lost person in the world lives below the snake line. They've been bitten by the serpent of sin and in great danger. That lowland of sin is a place of spiritual poverty and weariness and exhaustion. A place where there's addictive spirits and appetites that have run wild and unchecked. And there is an insensitivity to God. A place of hopelessness and sorrow, confusion and, and pain. Paul wrote to the Ephesians and said that that time when you were in the lowland, you were without Christ. You were aliens from the commonwealth, from the wealth of God of Israel, strangers of the from the covenants of promise and no hope without God in the world. Whoa. That's yesterday. That lowland of sin is a place of broken hearts and shattered dreams and ruined relationships and troubled minds. It's a place for that serpent of sin injects his poisonous venom over and over, bringing pain, poverty, destruction, and death. It's a lowland of flesh and carnality. It's a place where the mind is guided and governed purely by our raw emotions and our earthly passions. The lowland below the snake line. Without Christ, every person has been bitten by the serpent, and there is an end of that road. For the wages of sin is death, and the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, my Lord. He said, Pastor, well, we're Christians here today, you know? We want to see, though, you know I mean, that we want to live above the snake line. This death that Paul talks about is not merely the death that leads to the cemetery. 
It's a death that leads to eternal separation from God. I know you don't hear a lot about it and the fires of hell. Revelations 21 and 8 begins to speak of those lowland lives that don't come to Christ, haven't come to Christ. He says that there is an end to it. Called the lake of fire. It's the second death. Paul wrote in 2 Thessalonians that there's coming a time when Jesus will be revealed from heaven and there he will begin to judge everyone that has not received Christ into their lives. I don't know about you, but that's heavy stuff. <coughs> heavy stuff. <coughs> but you, as a believer, you are not called to live below the snake line. Yes, thank you. you are called to live above the snake line. Yes. When Jesus said he has nothing in me, there's nothing, you know, that I'm doing in life that gives him an access. It gives him a hold in my life. Yes. I'm living above the snake line. He can't he can't bite me. He can try me. He can test me. But he can't get his poison in me. See, we weren't raised with Christ. Quite in those scriptures that we read. He didn't leave us in the graveyard. We weren't raised with Christ to be in the mire, in the muck, and to live a low spiritual life. Yes. Yes. Oh, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly. But the fact of the matter is that even though you may have trusted Christ, you can ignore God's righteous and beautiful banquet and choose to eat the hostile sin. Saved, but yet living below the snake line. The scripture says that this Life above the snake line is one in which you run and you don't grow weary. You walk and you don't faint. You may be physically on earth, but spiritually you are soaring. 
Because they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up of wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Thank you, Jesus. Paul says, that's what you were. Here's what you are now. Oh, hallelujah. Think about that. Yes, in Colossians, there are two words that stand out to me, and that is seeking and setting. If you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. Set your minds on things above. Above the snake line. See? He says, not on the things on the earth. Below the snake line. He says, be fully invested in your search and life in God. Seek. Be fully invested in it. Don't become distracted. Set your mind. You know, when you set something, it is a determination, right? How you determined? You're focused. He says we're supposed to seek Christ. I love what how God arranges it because, you know, so many times we seek our, our dreams. We seek our hopes, our delights, and our preferences. And yet Jesus said, if you will seek first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness, then I'll take care of your hopes, your dreams, and your preferences, and your pleasures. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. The snake line for yourself and for your family. You see, the summit of all things is to know Christ. And Paul said this that I might know Him, not just as my Savior, but I might know you in the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His suffering. Basically, Jesus said when he has nothing in me, he said, I'm living above the snake line. We're all called to an amazing life. Where we live above the serpent's influence. Living above, you know, the power of Temptation. Defeat in the world's influence. My. Peter said this. Second Peter chapter 1. It's his divine power is given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. Neither give place to the devil. Don't give him a handle. Don't give him anything.
thing to grab onto. Oh, yes, thank the Lord. Just as the Lord has chosen an invisible line in the mountains, which snakes can't pass, there is a spiritual snake line as well. A life that is immune to the world's passion. Fact is, John wrote this, 1 John 5 and 8. We know that whoever is born of God does not habitually practice sin, but he who is born of God keeps himself, and the wicked one does not touch him. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. He does not touch him. Jesus, it doesn't mean that you're not tested. It doesn't mean that you're not tried. But it means, you know what I mean, that he never gets the best of you. He's, never, he's not able to pull you down. Because you've set your affections on things above. You're totally invested. Yes, we're called to an amazing life. Think about it. According to Proverbs 13 and 15, it says the way of the transgressor is hard. Somebody said, oh, this Christian living is so hard. Well, live above a snake line. I love what Joshua said as he kind of penned the, to us, you know, living above the snake line. Joshua 1, verse 8. And he's talking about the word that had been given to them, you know what I mean? And he said you should meditate in it day and night. And you should observe to do according to all that is written in it. You shouldn't succumb to his appeal. You see... Jesus didn't yield to the invitation. If he had yielded to the invitation, he had been walking down below the snake line. Making himself, you know what I mean, a ready target for the serpent to bite. He says you'll make your way prosperous and you'll have a good success. Jesus penned it in a little different phrase. He said, man shall not live by bread alone or by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Isn't it interesting when, when that old snake tried to get him to come below, into the lowland, he just said, this is what the word says. This is what the word says. We've read the passage of scripture that says this, that 
sin shall not have dominion over you. Because he's lifted us from the lowland that we were born into to above the snake line. Righteousness. Kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Romans 6 and 4 says, Christ has raised us from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so, we should walk in the newness of life. Every day should have a newness to it. Yeah. Every day should have a newness to it. He's taken you from the lowland. He's placed you in a place to the Father. Where there is mercy and where there is grace and there is divine protection. When he took us from the lowland, God became our Father. Every day there is hope. And at the end of it, there is heaven. As I spoke last week, if there is no above, life doesn't add up. It says that he has, he went ahead and has delivered us from the power of darkness. He has given us the ability to say no. That's what that means. The ability to say no. We've been placed in the kingdom of his son. We have a new father, a new king, a new kingdom, and a new way of living. And so it's Paul, when he wrote, and he says, don't go back to your old way of living. Stay in the new way of living. Stay above the snake line. He won't come there. He can't cross there. Jesus was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. He took our place. He has empowered our life. Oh, hallelujah. We're new creations. So much has Happened. We've been lifted, lifted up. We've been enlightened according to Ephesians chapter 18. Paul writes it this way. He said, we're not ignorant of his devices. <laughs> I mean, he's easy recognizable because we've been enlightened. Years ago, there was a phrase that was pretty predominant in, throughout the world, actually. It was a, more of a Christian, you know, coin phrase. But everybody began to use it. What would Jesus do? I think it's a good time to ask that question. 
what would Jesus do? And follow that, follow that lead. We've been enlightened, we've been elevated, we've been empowered to live above the snake line. Thank you, Jesus. Absolutely. You and I have been empowered to say no. And if we don't say no, we can end up like Lot, who chose the fertile lowland to the eye gate. What would give him success naturally? Not what would give him success spiritually. Nothing wrong with success. But Lot should have checked out the spiritual environment. Modernizing it would be, I wonder if there's a church there. says there is a life that can be lived by the power of the Holy Spirit above the influence of the snake. As you stand with me this morning, when that greenery in the sights of the lowland pull on you. You must not go down. You must set your face toward the Son of God and climb higher until those desires fade away. Walk in the Spirit. You shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The bottom line, go higher, not lower. Yes. Go higher, not lower. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a praise this morning.